0: Hi and welcome. We are still at the Arrow a partner bit jam. Arrow IBM partner jam. That's the one. There we Fantastic. go. Fantastic. But we have got someone we have hunted for a long time. <laughs> hunted to go on. Oh, no, seriously. Oh, seriously, seriously, put his seriously, mind at rest. We, yeah. have, we have spoke about this for a long time. We wanted we to get Mr. Andy Warner. Hey. Uh, Hello. Interestingly, I'm pleased we've got you now, though, because if we'd have got you per- previously, the podcast would have been essentially... Against our corporate guidelines because the name would have been completely wrong. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. you've gone through a few names.
1: We, we are so yeah. explain, explain. <laughs> Andy,
0: who are you? Where are from? you? What's your name? Where'd you come from? Right. This week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh, this week I'm Andy Warner from Arrow Estec. Um, previously uh, we were Arrow Value Recovery. We thought we were going to be Arrow Ever, and then we decided to be Estec instead, yes. um, which is short for uh, Sustainable Technology Solutions but that's, that's a bit of a mouthful, so we've shortened it down to STEC. We like stec That's yeah. a very cool name. It, it does is. sound cool, doesn't it? It so does, yeah. So come on, what does STEC do then? So Estek is all around uh, end-of-life services for uh, IT equipment. It's around uh, getting value back for people's used IT equipment, but it's also around refurbishing equipment, extending its useful life, doing the right thing environmentally, and ensuring data security for customers.
2: Yep. Ooh, so. now, now that's an important thing, because I kind of I, I get... Recycling and a green message, because yeah, we all have numerous bins outside our houses yeah. and flats nowadays. But the data piece, doing the right thing by the data piece. can, yeah. we, can we start off with that, mate?
1: Yeah. So I mean, data security is probably one of the biggest hot topics at the moment with uh, GDPR coming in. <laughs> yeah, I, I was mentioning the big one there. I was at a <laughs> GDPR open. summit
2: on Monday. I tell you what, I've n- I've never seen so many ashen faces. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, that's that's a big part of our service. It's where we're going to be adding value for customers by mm-hmm. ensuring that they're compliant with all the GDPR regulations at the end of life for KIT. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's there's pretty huge potential fines if you get it wrong, if you, if you have a data breach, and making sure you remove all the data and have the audit trail to back it up and the correct yeah. certifications in place is, is absolutely vital for customers. So uh, we think that's a, a sort of key value that we're going to be adding for our, our customers, giving them that peace of mind and security there for that.
2: I think that's an interesting one as well because you, w- invariably when I hear about so GDPR and the IT industry there's a, so much coming out of the cyber security vendors uh, and just the vendors in general about you know why their tech is, is a good fit for a, for a solution but you know what? actually with s you're addressing something that pretty much none of those vendors take on board it becomes almost part of the positioning piece around the business process, the people process aspect of GDPR. It's not a technology solution, right. it's part of the service yeah. along the data lifecycle, yeah. isn't it?
1: it? I mean, it's all around physical security, how it's handled at the end, because you can do everything to look after it electronically, but then yes. if you then just sell the asset at the end of it with everything <laughs> still on it, then you've <laughs> wasted your time all the way through. <laughs>
2: You've heard, you've heard stories about this, though, haven't you? About you know, kit ending up in like scrap heaps and dumps, and yeah. sort of like drives being able to be sort of like taken away and uh, uh, lo
0: and behold, extract data from it. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's I know, some of this one of the things I learned from actually having a tour of the, um, the S-Tech facility a good couple of years ago. Now, it is incredibly difficult to actually remove data, yeah. and to do it to any level of certification. Um, so, we're not going to ask you to give away the company secrets because
2: that would be silly although fascinating I'm sure <laughs> but the facility because obviously yeah, it, 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 it's your location it's your business you've been lucky enough Dave to, to have a, Yeah, have a, a tour have a tour around from
0: and himself hey. yeah
2: so, can you tell us a little bit more about this, this, this mythical beast that, <laughs> that certainly we hear about from Mr. Fern, about you know, the, the facility in Essex, isn't it?
1: Right, yeah. So, the uh, Essex facility is the second largest used IT processing facility in the world. In the world? In the world, yeah. Just it's just the Essex facility? Just just our Essex <laughs> facility. Um, <laughs> I love these stats. The, oh,
2: another Ferdy fact.
1: The largest one in the world also belongs to our OSTEC. Seriously? in Columbus, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so the, the largest and the second largest all belong to Arrow. Uh, in addition to those, we've got sites in the Netherlands, uh, Norway, Sweden, Czech Republic, uh, Germany, France, um, and then America. And in Asia, we've got one in Singapore as well. So
2: yeah. This is a big business. This is a big well, part of is Arrow. This huge. Well, yeah, huge.
1: In all, there's 1.4 million square foot of warehousing uh, dedicated to STEC around the world. So, I mean-
2: We're just looking at each uh, other, a mean- It's just, <laughs> no, no, yeah. is,
0: it's such an important part of the future of our industry. Yeah. So, you know, I was at Canalis last week in, which is a big channels conference um, in Venice. Mm. And the keynote literally said the key focus areas to look at this year are IoT, AI, GDPR, but also, and, and this has got probably the biggest talking spot was sustainability. Yeah. yeah. And the sustainability of our industry. And I was just, I just felt very sort of, I felt like, do you know what, we've we've got that nailed.
1: Yeah, I mean, as you move into the whole IoT world, you're going to be getting lots more sort of IT products that have yeah. a, a shorter lifespan that are going to have to be recycled. <clears throat> you want to get into the circular economy where those things are being recycled and turned back into more things in the future. Absolutely, not just throwing away all of this this tech because. It's- it's, it, that would be a huge waste and a disaster environmentally.
2: Absolutely. So I did a very ham-fisted job didn't I about sort of recycling. Um, yeah, by, by saying we we all have to use you know loads of different bins nowadays and separate our waste <laughs> out. And, um, <laughs> and Andy, I'm, uh, can I just say I'm sorry, sorry for that. <laughs> but could you <laughs> could you tell us a little bit more about the the, the sustainability sort of business and strategy that, that we have in STEC.
1: Yeah, so I mean the key thing is we want to try and reuse as much stuff in its original form as possible. Um, so if you look at what goes through the, the the braintree site, about 80% of the kit that comes in gets data wiped, it gets refurbished, electrical safety tested, functionality tested and, and then resold to be reused as as the kind of products that it originally was. The remaining no. kit then gets stripped down where we can reclaim components, we'll reclaim components for reuse, repairing other items, yeah. and then finally the stuff that cannot be uh, reused in its, in its original form will be uh, stripped, separated out into all the different materials, kind of like your bins outside for your recycling. but. A just a little bit more technical. <laughs> He's looking at me with so. a look of pity. He's like, you fool. And, uh, boy. Yeah, then then it will be uh, taken away, melted down and, and then recycled. So from the Essex site, for example, we are actually able to account for last year 99.6% of the weight of the items that we couldn't uh, resell to the raw materials that actually came back from that. So well, we I think mean, that's better than, than you're going to get anywhere else. Yeah.
2: Do you know what? I, I think a lot of businesses would
0: be absolutely over the moon with I that mean, sort of
1: I mean, just, uh, start. Jump, right, just jumping
0: around a little bit, but some Go of the on. things I absolutely, I was mind blown away by when I had the tour was the fact that you don't, despite the fact you are a huge facility in Essex, huge yeah. facility, um, you have hundreds of people that work there. And you don't have a single rubbish collection? No, you, so
1: we're a zero landfill site. This so is mental. Uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, everything at the site is reused somehow. Talk about eating your own dog food. Yeah. Uh, you know, to oh, put it like bluntly... That. Yeah, so it's not just the IT waste, it's all the packaging waste at the site. So the polystyrene gets compacted and goes to make insulation for walls. Um, I know. The the shrink wrap that we use at the site goes to a company that turns it to waterproof membranes for builders. All the cardboard and paper gets recycled. uh, The plastic gets recycled. Everything through the site. Hang
2: on a minute. I I never even, for a minute, thought about things like the packaging. I was just... In my little head, I'm kind of thinking about the servers, the racks, the storage kit, the laptops. The yeah. you know. but, but There's a lot can't more can't to it than that. When, oh you, my when God. you get
0: a delivery of stuff, so much packaging is
1: wasted. And it yeah. is oh, that yeah, polystyrene yeah, yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah. And I've seen them get shredded down, compacted, and, and it's just mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, Honestly, we
1: won the Queen's Award for Enterprise for Sustainable Development, specifically for that reason, because we got to zero landfill. Um, and then, yeah, we won the Chartered Institute of Waste Management's Recycler of the Year Award as well. No one's ever heard of that, but I, I got a nice meal out for that, so I was pleased. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but it Nothing just shows... green credentials. Stick. Totally, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've got the green credentials. I mean, the Environment Agency, you, you talked about them in a presentation earlier, but they've they've been a customer of ours for the last 15 years um, because they oh, know that we do the job properly crazy, and we look after everything the way it should be done.
0: Yeah, And, look, I, and I
2: think, yeah, these... It opens up a different conversation for our, doesn't it? There's a social responsibility piece there as yep. well as an environmental responsibility yep, absolutely. piece. As well as, you know what? Actually doing business as normal well and, yeah, you know, uh, 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 as, well, as well as we yeah. can. But, yeah. you know, it, it's
0: just... Mind-blowing. It, yeah. It's mind-blowing. So let's come off of the... Because we could go on about the green credentials forever. Yeah. But let's be very... Let's be capitalist here. All right. It's not just about being green, because obviously our partners care about that 100%. Yeah. But it's also about making money. Totally. You yeah. know, so, so tell <laughs> us about, you know, what you do to help our our customers sort of re- buy the kit back. So tell us a yeah. bit about that. that um, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I mean, the big thing is where we're, we're reusing 80% of the kit in its original form, that is all around reselling it to generate money back to customers. Mm. So... Uh, yes there's a cost to doing the data wiping and the logistics of moving it and everything mm-hmm. like that but actually in, in a lot of stuff there's more value in the kit when we resell it so we yeah. generate money back I mean last year the, the the money coming in for the kit was way more than the cost of doing all of the work and therefore customers are benefiting by using us because they can use that money to offset it against the cost of the new equipment um, we're also working with Arrow Capital so that they can reduce the cost on the leases by us Putting the residual value yeah, at the end of the lease. It's like buying a car, That's isn't it? Because awesome there's yeah. a
0: guaranteed future value or an understood future value yep. from the fact that you've been doing this for, god knows how many years. Yeah. Um,
1: 1991 we started. This is the thing you
2: so often hear, don't you? So when when you speak to the, the financial departments in businesses, including our own, that you know when we own an asset, we we write the value of that down over over X number of years. Till till in essence, it's worth nothing on the book. It's worth nothing, but yeah. actually. Actually, no, there'll be you a value, value Yeah,
1: <coughs> Yeah. So you've got... You effectively have your trade-in value on your old IT kit, which reduces yeah. your cost of change to the new one. Uh, the residual values can then offset it if you're having it on a lease. So you, you reduce your operating cost as you go. It's There's a lot of money to be got back out of this, this used IT kit. I mean, we did a project for... Uh, a large IT company moving their data center, and uh, they came to us saying, "Well, we've got a budget of one hundred and fifty thousand pounds for the data wiping." Mm. We looked through all of the kit and we said, "Yeah, we can do all the data wiping for that, and net you'll get back half a million pounds." <laughs> um, <laughs> at which point, oh, there's value <laughs> add. Yeah. Wow. At which point, obviously, the project manager was over the moon. So we were like, "Yeah, that's that—that that was possibly the easiest sale we've ever made." But I don't think I've ever had a
2: customer <laughs> skip out of a meeting room, but I pretty much guarantee that probably happened then. That's insane. Um, So, I don't know if this is a loaded question and feel feel free to say move on but you must have competitors yep and yeah obviously there's there's money to be made in in recycling in general and yeah specifically in IT because there's lots of expensive parts and components and, and, and material used why should we look at Estec, I nearly said our <laughs> Why would why should we look at STEC? What's, what's the special source?
1: Yeah. I think the big thing with STEC is we're not just about the money in the kit, we're about doing the right thing environmentally, we're about doing the right thing with security and also we've got the scale for the larger customers, we can do a global service, if a customer comes to us and says I want the same con- service in every country around the world, yeah. we can do that, we, we, we service 120 countries at the moment. So, what? Um, yeah, 120 countries around the world we, we can cover. Um, it's it's pretty much anywhere where you'd expect it kit to be coming out, we can do. The countries you can't do are places like North Korea, <laughs> Afghanistan, <laughs> and you can probably guess why we're not doing this. No, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Move on,
0: move on. Yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely. So, right,
0: I want to move on to one of my other really interesting sort of dinner... Dinner party facts. Oh that I, I bet you're bring are out. sparkling. Yeah, I really. Well,
2: it <laughs> yeah. shows
0: the sort of people I have dinner with, right? Not um, but it's another S tech dinner party fact because there's the <laughs> biggest building. I just, I love them. I love the fact. <laughs> um, but it's it's the sort of cause a lot of our customers work with customers who have incredibly sensitive data. Yeah. Be they government, central government, be they regional government, be they education, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously a lot of regulations outside of GDPR, just fundamentally about how that data needs to be destroyed. Can you elaborate on some of the reasons why they should work with STEC, some of the certifications Mm. you have, what what level of various things you can deal with?
1: Yeah, okay, so I mean, 60% of our business in the UK is around financial services, so we're looking at banks, and obviously you've got FSA regulations there. Um, And just very, very stringent uh, policies from the banks themselves, because they're very concerned about what happens with all the bank details of all of their millions of customers. But uh, 20% of our business is central government. And with that, uh, we're actually cleared to handle secret government data at our site. the only stuff we can't handle there is stuff that would be classed as top secret, which would be things uh, that would destabilise the UK or a friendly nation, lead to widespread loss of life, or damage the UK economy by up to $10 billion. Anything up to that point, we can handle in it. our facility. This
0: is, see, this is why you dine
1: out on these facts. Yes. Uh, and if it is at that level, we can yeah. still do it, but we just go to the customer's site and oh destroy my. the data first. And exactly. Then oh, my
0: God. How cool is that?
1: So... Yeah, any level you want. I mean, customers, I'm not allowed to say who they are, but we've got no. some really cool customers. So it's, it's an interesting job working. And, and I love <laughs> it. so We're just so ago. can we
0: go work for Estes? So, having been, once again, having been on the tour, having been lucky enough to be on this tour, and by the way, I think we need to it's do. It's like you've one. had a Willy Wonka golden ticket it really as well. Was. It really, idea, isn't it, isn't it? really yeah, it. was. Yeah, yeah, um, you lucky so and so. But I really think we need to do like a, a Cribs. MTV cribs of the facility. Based on what you just said, <laughs> go there's no out, way yeah. that's happening. <laughs> well, you can you can be sensitive. We can be we can be sensitive to it. But look, <laughs> that would be amazing. It's but time for uh, one of my other David. things is about yeah, the ahead. shredding of stuff. So I mean, the level of um, of detail you guys take yeah. on every single. So I mean, they were st- they have scanners and video cameras scanning the item before it goes into the shredder, proving at every single stage that the data destruction yeah. was and then shredding it to different, different sizes. size pieces yeah. for different... So, right, for the primary
2: school child on this podcast...
0: Yeah. <laughs> we do have a very a very large primary school audience. We didn't argue all. with that, so... Well, yeah. No, don't put my hand up here. I'm not
2: disparaging our listeners. But for my benefit, let's dumb it down to my benefit. Uh, a stupid question. How do you shred the
1: kids... <laughs> So it, it's basically a big machine with lots of teeth on a barrel and two barrels that interlock. He's brute force, And they just smash the hard drive over and over again. Underneath the, uh, the, the teeth is a sieve and... It'll keep hitting them until the bits are small enough to fall through the sieve. <laughs> and That's so cool, it's isn't it? That is pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> it's so cool. And we just change the size of the sieve so if it's sort of standard customer data, it'll be twenty millimeters by twenty millimeters. If it's uh, secret government data, it'll be six millimeters by six millimeters. And so yeah, we can we can shred to whatever know, size they it's need. Just mental, isn't it? That is just And then once it's, it's reassuring re- 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 as a down. customer, it's
2: reassuring, isn't it? I mean it's, it's very like, reassuring.
1: Yeah, it should be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, there's no ge- there's no putting it back together, is it? After and then what that? happens <laughs>
0: after it's been shredded?
1: After it's been shredded, it gets uh, taken away and melted down to recover all the raw materials. So it'll end up being a fridge or a car or something like that. But uh,
0: that's so cool. Yeah, so cool. And then, wow. and then like once again, I honestly of all the things I've done in Arrow, I remember more facts from this. this- two-hour tour with Andy and just put anything else on the side. I actually believe these facts
2: that you've been using in the past now had Andy yeah, up, to exactly. verify
0: them, yeah. So things like, um, oh, so this was about two years ago, but are we at a place now where, because I remember when, when I did the tour you were like, sadly, you know, when we get an iPad back in that's been used by the police or something like that, that cannot be wiped because there is no standard for, for actually wiping flash drives to the point where they need to be.
1: So we can wipe them now um, but the problem is it's not government certified Yeah. so uh, ah. if it's a government customer if it is like the police we will be putting it into the shredder for them um, anything with a solid oh, state oh those
2: Apple fans on this now I just cried just look, at, look at <laughs> Dave he's just I uh, head in his hands <laughs> it's the right thing to do Andy I yeah. commend yeah. you uh,
1: it's, it's quite sad watching a batch of iPhone 6s go into the shredder oh. and uh, we have a camera in the shredder and one on the feed of it so you can watch it back in HD uh. footage if you really no. want <laughs> to upset people I
2: can you, I can't imagine anybody watches that. It's, like, it's just, oh, nah, I'm going to come away, I've upset myself. But yeah. I mean, one of the other Bad things the I was office.
0: really impressed by yeah. was the level of personnel security you have in the facility as well. Yeah. I mean, it's like airport-style security. It's it's on a par with the data centre. I was just about to say, is it a little bit like a data centre? Airlocked and yeah, so effectively,
1: ID tags? We have to treat it like a data centre because we've got the equipment from our customers' data centres in it yeah. with all of its data. Yeah. So... Everybody on the site's got government vetting. They've got CRB checks. They've got credit checks and identity verification.
2: You're never getting a job there,
1: mate. <laughs> we, <laughs> we've got. Um, uh, 160 plus CCTV cameras watching the staff in the site. They're eight megapixel cameras, so we can zoom in and see all the detail on everything. We can <laughs> read so nobody's
2: the... ever going to be tempted to take one of those iPhone 6s now. No, home. no yeah. you're
1: going to be seen. Um, we've got metal detectors. We have the right of search for the staff. So we wow. regularly search them, their lockers, their bags, their cars. Um, but it's part of the job. It's part of the job, Exactly, exactly.
2: yeah. You can't say it's not, you know, it's, n- it's nothing against the staff. Yeah. It's <laughs> just we have to it's, do it, yeah. yeah?
1: If if we're going to be handling high-level government data, you you have to do it. There's no choice. Yeah. So,
2: but again, out, outside of the high-level government stuff, yeah. If you're a retailer, if you're if you're in healthcare, if if you're a council, it's like you know what? That it's it's. We sat here and we're, we're kind of. We're, laugh, we're laughing, but in a good way, because it's just things yeah. we never even think about, yeah. and it's, it's they're amazing facts. But yeah. It's the peace of mind. It's the reassurance that, like, I, I get it now when I ask the question about, obviously we must have competitors. It's like, well no, this is this is the level we've taken it to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've taken it to the extreme in every way, and, and I think it's great for any customer they have, because every customer gets the level of service that we have to provide, because yeah. the site has to be secure and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's good for all sorts of customers, and, and it's, it's doing the right thing, but also generating money back for people mm-hmm. at the same time. And, and I take it, I
2: mean, the growth the growth that you see in the business is that you know it, it, what magnitude is that
1: oh, i mean it's it's going to grow massively it's, the potential is huge we could easily double what we're doing in the facility we've got at the moment wow. yeah um there's so many opportunities out there with the move to cloud people are changing their data centers you've got solid state storage taking over from your your old spinning disc all of these things are driving big volumes for us oh, we
0: don't want to introduce them to any of the storage guys they cry They would cry. They would, wouldn't they? (laughs) But, uh, you know, that's a really, really good point because obviously the transition of technology has never been more rapid, you know, moving from thing to thing to thing to thing, whether it be IoT, whether it be server, switch, whatever type technologies.
2: Where... And, and you, say, you say that I, I was lucky enough to hear um, the Canadian astronaut Chris Hadfield speak yesterday oh yeah the Watson Summit uh, yeah he, 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 was, he was brilliant he was inspirational everything yeah. you'd expect sort of like a guy who'd been an astronaut for 21 years and you know sort of craggy good looks and a test pilot and all the things you probably aspire to as a kid and you sit, sit there and you go oh, I don't want to like this guy but actually he's, he's really <laughs> good <laughs> um, but one of the, one of the comments he made was you will never experience a day as slow as today again in the future. This is the slowest day you will ever face when it comes to things like transformation, empowerment, yep. when it comes to things like disruption. Every day moving forward is going to be faster and faster. Yep, exactly. And, and with the, with that pace of change increasing, with, like you say, the advances in technology, yeah. I, I can see why we invested so much in S-Tech. I can yep. see why yes. you know, you're passionate... I, I, it comes across, you're passionate <laughs> about the about job. It's like, you know what, it, it all comes together in this. It makes I, I sense when we say it's I can't
0: think of a bit of our business that we can be prouder of than STEC because essentially we're really, really trying to, oh, it sounds really corny, but trying to Go stop on. the world from being completely overridden by the hundreds of tons, and thousands of tons, I'd imagine, yeah. of IT waste that's being kicked up every single day. You know, if we're selling it, we should also be able to get rid of it in a way that is as appropriate. Because otherwise, yeah. what business do we have selling it in the first place? We're just increasing, you know, I have children, young children, and you have young Snap. children. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Do you, have, yep. you know, and, and the future that we are going to give them is going to be pretty grim if we don't really take a serious, serious stance around looking after what we do with the mega, you know, super ridiculous amounts of this stuff that we're wasting. And you know if I, if everything i say during my presentations around the rate of innovation and then the rate of adoption also increasing so everyone's always taking advantage of the newest greatest thing mm-hmm. and you know you look at these mega services like google and facebook who have data centers that are just bigger than small you know cities that's kicking off a lot of rubbish and and you know, these servers are now being seen as commodity items that can be thrown away when they fail rather than replaced we need to think so seriously about this this problem, Look, and we, this is what we're doing. When when we
2: don't get too carried away on our podcast, we no, we <laughs> normally say sort of like you know, what's the takeaway? What's what's the question? And you know, sometimes there are three or four points. I think there's just really one question that we should all ask. Yeah, if if you've sat through through this podcast, which is yeah, just ask your customers ask the people in your business ask your vendors what are you doing with the unwanted kit what are you doing with the kit that is yeah going to be replaced i mean how often do we use the term rip and replace oh all the time it's like hang on a minute that's just that's something from the 60s now yeah i'm really going to try and not say those three (laughs) words (laughs) moving forward today andy but i mean yeah, a takeaway. And considering we've got, yeah, we've got Arrow listeners within the organisation, we've got business partners that that listen to to the podcast. Yeah, what would what would you all take away from sitting through this? Be what would you ask people to do?
1: I think the, the key thing is just to get in touch with us, speak to us, and see what we can do for you. Because there are so many different ways we can add value to to your propositions to your customers, that and and we fit on the end of every service that Arrow does. Yeah. So yeah. we can work with components, we can work with AOS, we can work with ECS, easily fit in with every bit of Arrow. <coughs> so get in touch with us, come and see one of the sites, see what we do, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll help you add value for your customers. I want a
2: ticket. I want to go down and see.
0: You've got it. Honestly, it's, yeah. I, I would go around again. I really would. <laughs> it, honestly, it was, that, it, was, it was incredibly eye-opening that, that we have that, and, and that's part of our, our value chain now. And, um, and as you say it's just about getting it I think we need to get it a lot closer to yeah. to our ECS partners because I think they could take advantage of it exponentially definitely um, across the board do so. you know
2: this has been an absolute eye opener for me and I don't say that to every guest <laughs> no really don't sure. mean, I don't mean, I don't mean <laughs> it as much as I mean it to you Andy I <laughs> genuinely learned something today that was fascinating
0: awesome thank well you. thank you right. very very much for coming on thanks yeah, for cheers. having me you're always welcome and uh, yeah hopefully we'll do that Cribs. Tour of the uh, oh, of this our facility. Way. Do I have to be vetted?
1: <laughs> you just have to be escorted. <laughs> <Brilliant. laughs> We're we golden. We can do it. I follow <laughs> you around. <It'll> okay. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very Cheers, much for coming
0: mate. on. Really appreciate it. Right. And, thank uh, you. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Okay. Thanks, Thanks. Andy. Cheers. Cheers, Andy. Bye.